0: We will cue the Stranger Things' Nerd Church theme song. All right. That was exactly what it sounds like. Really, is pretty impressive. We might as well be a natural pentatonics. Yep. All right. So. contus. Today we talking about Stranger Things. You're listening to the 1208 Bit Nerd Church podcast, which is a part of the Jackson Cloud Jackson Network. Jackson Cloud Network. And every Saturday, this is your intersection between culture and faith. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into the conversation. Though it's hard to know where to start.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess uh, what is Stranger Things, right? Yeah,
0: it's, it's a show. Which you know. <laughs> just a natural subtitle to every episode we're about to spoil everything so yep. if you haven't seen any of these things look man you you opened it I that's mean, you on you a no. yeah uh so it's a show that it there was like no marketing involved really you
1: yeah, know it's one of those netflix shows where they're like hey we're just gonna we're just gonna spend like no money on this and then hopefully it works out good luck and they uh it worked out yeah it worked out this time
0: yeah, uh, very, very well for them for the most part uh, to the point that they keep getting these sequels because like even the first series, like you're like, yeah, you could tell like they could keep playing this out if they wanted, but they also told a complete story. Yeah. They wouldn't need to unless it was successful enough to make them more money.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the first season uh, probably was the best in my opinion, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of... Kept going. I don't know. Yeah, second season was good. I've enjoyed them
0: still. I think the second one was probably the blandest for me. Yeah, I agree. And then the third one (laughs) was when they
1: way it's way more wacky than I was expecting.
0: Yeah, and when it ends with like Hopper died. Here's here's a here's a just a heads up on general Jamin watches too much sci-fi. Okay, if you didn't see a person die, they're not dead. They're not dead. Also in sci-fi, if you saw the person die, they're probably not. They yet. could still be brought back. <laughs> every Stargate episode. Oh man, there's a sarcophagus. Doesn't matter if you die; just stick them in there. They come back every time. So it's like sci-fi always has a way of coming back. Or you just time travel. You accidentally broke something, and then they never died. And they... either way, we already know Hopper's not dead because there was a uh, wasn't there a preview that yeah that showed him yeah. Or was it after the credits? Maybe it was after the credits.
1: I don't really know. I don't remember they aren't releasing it this year, right? They're pushing it.
0: Yeah, I think Corona moved it back. Um,
1: Dang Corona!
0: Well, let's go ahead and uh, do it to us again. Talk about our experiences with this, because for me, this I really like. I mean, I'm wearing the Stranger Things uh, Christmas sweater.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> for
0: those listening, they're like, what? <laughs>
1: I'm a person who enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't necessarily my favorite thing in the world, um, especially with how they handle like D and D monsters. And I'm just like,
0: that's not. Oh, that's
1: not the D and D. Don't monster. touch
0: Tyler's D and I'm
1: like, oh, you're gonna use the Demigorgon? That's so awesome. I can't wait to see. Oh, that's just the plant looking thing.
0: <laughs> that's weird. Okay. They were playing five e in the eighties. What is this? Mind flare. Uh
1: oh oh. That's that's just a giant. What? Why is the mind flare giant? Why is it not? Why does it not have tentacles and why is it not eating people's minds? Um, it's called a mind flayer. Like it flays minds. So you judge too much based off of D D Well that's their big marketing push behind <laughs> the show, right? Like that's what they, they like market the show as is like it's like the eighties everything and we have Dungeons and Dragons and everyone talked about it, like, hey, the game they were playing at the beginning was Dungeons and Dragons.
0: And it's like, oh really?
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't take it so much as like uh, overlap uh, with D and D. I know they were kind of pushing it that way. All of their monsters are from D and D. Well, yeah. So you you taught me that later. For me, I was just like, oh, so they, you know, they're kids who enjoy some fantasy, and then the fantastical world intersects with theirs, and now life is kind of like D and D. But as far as like bringing it over, I I was watching it, not waiting for that. Or knowing any intentionality behind that, I guess. So yeah, I mean, it's not bad.
1: I, I enjoyed the first season a lot. I think it had like a lot of good setup, and they killed off main characters that I really thought they were gonna like bring back randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like really. It seemed intentional that they were like doing something that was going to be, like, creepy and it's fun. It's every Halloween, you know, you're going to get something like this is what we thought. And uh, so it was just, like, a a nice, fun experience that was a little scary because you got your horror monster of the week kind of vibe from it. Um, But I don't know. I I just – something always sits wrong with me whenever I watch season two and three. Um, They aren't quite as compelling as the first one. No, not at all. And – I like when I watch the first season. I'm just excited to rewatch it. Yeah. When I watch the second season, I'm like, okay, well, we got to get par- past this part with Eleven.
0: Yeah, and so <laughs> that's a trope with me that I can't handle in any show. When you have a good character go through their like, kind of want to be a rebel bad guy kind of yeah. thing, I can't handle that in any show. Like. That always bothers me. So when season two went that route, I was like, ah, oh, come on. I just don't care to watch this. Oh, I just got to sit through this person being like, oh, man,
1: I don't know about myself. Therefore, I should do bad things. Yeah. What? Like, you've been doing good things. You've been a good person this entire time. It didn't make any sense to me.
0: Even worse when you are forced to be a bad person without knowing it. Like, yeah. in, like in Smallville when Clark gets red kryptonite or whatever. Yeah, suddenly he's just like walking through school with his leather jacket and I'm a tough guy. He's now. a tool about Ooh. everything. Yeah, for me, I was like, no, I don't enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite
1: kind of thing either. But then season three kind of brought it back for me. Like they they played into the horror genre still. They also played into like the Cold War like stuff and uh like russia and all this just wacky cartoon fun that i actually i enjoyed a lot more than season two just because there's a time where the characters are just like they, they accidentally get high right and like they're going through that entire section it's really weird
0: i don't even remember this scene
1: <laughs> or they're like drunk. I can't remember what what it is. It's like the truth serum
0: oh, that they have yeah, to take. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then they're going through the entire time. They don't know what's it going on. It's
0: cartoony a little bit. It's right
1: so there. cartoony and it's so hilarious.
0: I and forgot they, about
1: that. The way that they get to the Russians is through like they hear a code and they like
0: decipher the Russian code. <laughs> <laughs> the my favorite moment in season three oh. and some of all of Stranger Things is the never-ending story oh that was good with dustin and his imaginary we thought was imaginary girlfriend are just singing over the walkie-talkie of perfect harmony it that was <laughs> while being chased by the most terrifying monster of the season that yeah in montage form you're and just like what
1: is that? That's,
0: that's the essence of what I love yeah. about stranger things. right there. That yeah. is a perfect
1: description of why i why I come back to stranger things.
0: Yeah, there's a certain nostalgia in it, and uh, I guess I wonder how nostalgic it hits you because like not really. I was born in eighty eight so I wasn't really around for the eighties. And by the time that I was aware of culture and I saw '80s things, I'm like, "Oh, that is disturbing fashion wear." (laughs) I cannot stand this music, (laughs) like all all that. That's kind of how I felt about the '80s. So I'm not a product of the '80s, but I grew up at least with like my family watching '80s movies, you know, Back to the Future, things like that. So like there was some nostalgia for me, but you know, you grew up after me. I was so, born in 1995. Okay, so, so you'd be growing up with like thousands kind yeah, of as Yeah, 2000s your cultural is my background. culture.
1: Uh, so I'm looking at, at this stuff that's in the 80s. I actually love a lot of 80s stuff, uh, D&D being one of them. Um, I play D&D all the time. I love 80s movies. I think they're the perfect mixture of like this thriller horror that was coming out and like this it was becoming bigger during that time um teen wolf
0: is that what you're talking about oh
1: (laughs) yep teen wolf (laughs) uh but like it was this culture um that my mom grew up in for sure so i got to see some 80s things just because she had kind of introduced me to those um so then
0: there would be some nostalgia just based off watching. The problem is, nostalgia.
1: though, no, because I didn't watch them until I was older. Oh, okay. So, like, nostalgia things for me would be like Furbies and, <laughs> uh, and yeah. like, um, I don't know, like Rocket Power. Yeah. So, like, that's nostalgic for me. Hearing, like, Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. is nostalgic for me. Fair enough. Britney Spears,
0: hit me baby one more time. <laughs> I'm sure Britney Spears would love to be known as nostalgia at, at I mean this that's point. <laughs> what it is yeah
1: you're talking about like the never ending story song like yeah. you know I, I watched it, but it wasn't it wasn't like my childhood at all
0: well I think it's some of the the fashion that's in the show had a lot of uh nostalgic elements to it to the fact that like you got your kids on your bikes you know feel super esque. yeah they yelling around at each other and going on adventures together that you don't expect them to go on and whatnot. Um, so it does have that nostalgia factor to some extent, regardless of when you grew up, but also might be missing it. For it, For me, it wasn't reliving my childhood. It was reliving the movies I watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, I got to tell you, in the first few episodes... Well, okay, so here's my journey into Stranger Things. I'm a hipster. I don't like people telling me what to watch. I like to find it and then tell people to watch it, and then they never do. (laughs) Because that's the hipster in me. I discovered this. This was my treasure. You're going to like it. So when it came to Stranger Things, everyone was like, you got to watch this. I was like, no. (laughs) I didn't find it. I'm not going to watch it. I finally came around to watching it, watched the first episode. I was like, okay, this is intense. Started episode two, and after like 30 minutes, I was like, I'm not really into this. Turned it off <laughs> it was just kind of this like drama element between Mike and Eleven, and it just yeah. you know, it didn't. I didn't find it all that like appealing to like suck me into it, anyways. Yeah. So I stopped, and then like months later, I couldn't find anything to watch. I was like, I guess I'm gonna just pick up where we left off, start watching it. And by I think it's either the end of that one or episode three when the Demogorgon comes in. Yeah. And it like comes through the wall. This is like the most terrifying TV 14 thing I've ever seen. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know why I feel this way, but like that episode for me was just like so like surreal and terrifying."
1: No, I I felt the same way when that demogorgon came through, yeah. and like it's like that slow motion. It starts yeah. to like open up its face and everything. Yeah. I think the fact that I can say open up its face and it's TV fourteen, you know, that's <laughs> that's where why we go like, wow, that was really that was really scary. Like things don't open their face for TV fourteen <laughs> too often. Uh, and it was just like all these teeth inside. It kind of gave me, it very
0: horrifying because it was like almost this human body still. Yeah, and you also have these creepy elements of, like, the phone, who's on the other yeah. you know, the light bulbs oh, going man. on. Just all, all the elements together. I'm like, this is much more, like, intense than I expected it to be when yeah. I finally got back around to it. And then I was just completely absorbed and, and it pretty much binged it probably in the weekend or something. Yeah,
1: everyone was like, for me, it was like everyone was talking about it. Everyone was going crazy. And I just didn't watch it. I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm also a hipster. I don't know. But uh, I I just didn't ever watch it. I was just like, eh, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. It's one of the, one of the shows on my list then. And then uh, I remember I was like wa- sitting at somebody else's house. This is usually how my, I start watching shows. Um, and I was sitting at somebody else's house and the show was on. And I was watching like the middle of the season. And it might have been like that scene or another scene close to it. Like to where it was like horrifying but also fun and like... Kind of funny at times. And I was like, oh, this is a great show. I should actually watch this. <laughs> so that's that's my story. I, I was just sitting with some friends and going, whoa. And I was in college when this came out. So yeah, just to put perspective on where I was in my life. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good show, though. Uh, I would say out of Netflix, like all of their shows, I know Netflix for Stranger Things now. Like if I was to associate any movie with Netflix or show with Netflix, it'd be yeah. Stranger Things nowadays. Um, and so that's what makes me so confused, I guess, and worried. Like where does it go for, for Netflix if they're not going to do like Stranger Things during Halloween time, you know? How are they going to – how is that going to go? Because, man, that that's just – so many people – subscribe to netflix again in october right <laughs> that's like their big big season
0: yeah
1: so when it comes out yeah usually every year it comes out in october
0: last thing it is july last year
1: oh no it was because it was the they were doing like the fourth of july oh, yeah, of stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right yeah uh so maybe they'll do like a christmas themed one this year or something because they have to get pushed back anyway no that'd be cool actually I want to see the Demi Gorgon and like <laughs> Christmas let Demogorgon. it snow. Like, what's some what's some Christmas movies from the eighties? Do you know? Uh. Would that be like Christmas? Uh, that would be like um, oh oh the National Lampoon's Christmas. Did that come out in the eighties?
0: <laughs> Probably. I don't think I want to watch Stranger Things, National Lampoon, Christmas. Though. That would be the best <laughs> crossover event. I mean, Ever. you could bring in some pretty hilarious family <laughs> moments if you were to blend them together, but you know, yeah the uh, the whole um, the whole show altogether though, like it does keep you it keeps taking you back into this world and it keeps developing it to some extent. You're wondering like how much of this world had they developed in the first season because didn't seem like much. Yeah, because the first season's more like scary monsters second season becomes more like exorcism yeah. like you know the kids basically got Gorgons inside of him or something mind like that mind players yeah and then the third one is like apocalyptic or and then this is the third one that ends with like the video game the arcades just like or is that the second
1: the arcades in the third season, I think. The arcades. No, just that's like, the You look out season. the
0: window. There's some giant
1: monster. I don't remember. Ah,
0: oh, no. No, this one ended with the Russians. Yeah, they? it was
1: the Russian explosion. Yeah. The Russians. It
0: seems like they're trying to develop this theme of like, basically something from another parallel mm-hmm. universe or the upside down, the backwards world is like coming for us and out to attack us or yeah something.
1: And, and and the after credits scene we see some russians with the demogorgon again yeah at the end so like i'm super excited to see what happens next because i'm just like all right we got a we got a crazy weird thing going on we got some people uh we got we got some dead people who ain't dead. We got some, uh, some Demi-Gorgons back. I mean, what's going to happen in this series? I mean, we just watched a shambling ball of something chase some people <laughs> down a street yeah. in, I think, was that season two or three? I don't remember. Season two was... Not, like, when I watched it, I was like, that's good, you know? Good follow-up. But now that I've, like, had some time away from it, I'm definitely like, man... Season two bored me to death. And then that was the scariest thing about season two. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things to me, man, I, I love I love it because it also, like, it's not scary enough for my wife to not watch it. Yeah. Right? Because my wife, so first of all, my wife hates horror movies. So, like, we went and saw New Mutants earlier. Uh, there's a podcast on that episode. Um went went watch new mutants at the drive-in and my wife was afraid of that movie at times and i can sit here and tell you that that movie was not scary yeah i didn't get that there's one point
0: from it but. where there's like
1: uh early 2000s uh what's the slender man like kind of oh, thing yeah, yeah. walking up and that's like that's like the scariest part And everything else is just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about those things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, like, my wife hates horror. Hates it. Um, But she can watch Stranger Things. Just because I feel like it gives off this almost cartoon horror
0: kind of vibe. right? The nostalgia kind of neutralizes a little bit of it. Though I think it also... uh, It almost needs more... Cartoony to fix some things in the third season. To me, the third season, when they start invading the Russian base, it's just so beyond believable that they sneak around with hundreds of people everywhere underneath this mall or whatever. You know, like, and don't get caught for the longest time. For me, I'm like, come on, someone's got to be able to see this.
1: Personally, I am, I love it. I think it's just the right amount of stupid
0: that, like, you can pull off in a TV There's two show. people in these ridiculous ice cream oh, no. clothes. I <laughs> know! Walking around a secret base, and somehow no one ever sees them. Like, to walking me, around I'm, a secret base. What is that? Come on, they're right there!
1: High on truth serum. <laughs> I can't lie to these people either. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just the right amount of stupid for me. Cause I don't think they were trying to be well, I mean there was good moments though, like the guy that's supposed to be like the teen heartthrob, yeah. right? He uh he he ends up dying, right? Uh... Does he come back? Is he alive at the end of that? <laughs> I haven't watched Crap. it in a while. I, It's been yeah, it's been at least a year.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I need to go back and rewatch it. It's been it about anyways. a
1: year and a half at this point. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I think he died. I, I think he's dead.
0: We don't even remember his name?
1: Uh, n- I don't remember anyone's <laughs> name in
0: that. But... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to Google to find out then. <laughs>
1: teen heartthrob, stranger things would probably probably would pull him up. Uh, but he, I'm pretty sure he dies or is at least hurt a lot. And I think it's his sister, it's right? His sister sees him and the the weird monster mind. Wait, are you flare talking thing? about
0: the bad guy heartthrob? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about ice cream guy.
1: Oh no no the, <laughs> no, he's just heartthrob. <laughs> he's just heart
0: <laughs> yeah okay yeah
1: Billy or something. Yep yeah, Billy the kid. I, yeah I, don't I know. think Billy, Billy is the right name. Yeah. But yeah he dies right. I think so. And uh, the the mind flare that's like running after them that looks weird. It's all like. <laughs> Uh, what was that again? I <laughs> uh, just uh like hits him and it's like oh my oh no and that's that's uh, that's essentially the third season of Stranger Things right there. There's a lot of Russians in the background yelling. Um, there's uh, the, the place is exploding at the end like it should. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you just get everything right there and that 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 moment when he like dies and his sister's kind of there and everything and she's
0: like Billy
1: oh no. Billy! <laughs> you make
0: so so sarcastically sad. Eh? <laughs> it was sad, but it's also kind of funny because like... Because when he kind of becoming a good guy...
1: Yeah, like right in the end. He yeah, like, <laughs> like right in the end.
0: Of course. Let's make him feel for him before
1: we get rid of this character. I mean, he wasn't a bad guy for like the first like season. And then season two, I feel like they just kind of like, I don't know what to do with this guy. And then season three, they were like, what if we made him kill... Uh, Cougars. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were like, we don't know what to do with this guy. Third season, let's have him kill Cougars. Yeah, and, this is uh, where you're
0: like, where's this story going?
1: Yeah, though, and you know, I, I embrace that level of chaos. <laughs> that level of chaos in a uh, in a show just really fits, I, I think, the vibe that they were going for in Stranger Things. I, I think they went for this, because in the 80s, like, think about it. Like, there, you can't tell me there was Law and Order in the 80s. No. You just can't like. There's there's a there's all this these people wearing like half your leg sweat <laughs> things. You got neon all over the place. <laughs> this is
0: Tyler describing the eighties.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> you, you got people doing aerobics in their living room, and everyone's like, "This is normal. This is this is normal, guys. We do this. Come on, it's normal. Uh, I swear." And then they get to the nineties, and everyone's like, "That wasn't normal." None of this was normal. Uh, The 80s was chaotic. We all need to learn from this. And we did. Uh, So I think that...
0: And that's our church
1: spiritual (laughs) lesson
0: takeaway of the day. The 80s were very
1: weird and we fixed it. (laughs) I think it started in the 70s. You know, uh, we were coming off the 60s with the Beatles and everything. We didn't know where to go. Uh, Pop music was becoming standard in in the 70s, right? And by the time we get to the 80s, we've become full chaos. Embraced it. And uh, in the 90s, uh, that's where we see, like, a lot of people going through this punk and emo. That's where, like, the rock comes from, right? That we see, like, coming against this established chaos, bringing order to it, and saying, no, we can't stand for this any longer. And then pop became, as you can see, very regimented. Very very (laughs) regimented, very lawful. What's no chaos is, this is in this, this art anymore. Of
0: the, Tyler's history of the decades. So
1: we're <laughs> seeing Stranger Things reference this time period of pure chaos. And that's 100% a fact. Not, none of that was speculation
0: or uh, come up with on the spot, Jamin. Okay, well, you heard it here first. <laughs> I suppose we've reminisced uh, for some time. <laughs> Let's look for some spiritual overlap at this point. Which, you know, Stranger Things... I try, they don't ever really kind of phrase it as spiritual, do they?
1: No, it's it's definitely D&D planar. Yeah. So, like, they're just from a different plane of existence right. called the Upside of, Down. Yeah. Which is basically the Shadowfell, by the way. <laughs> Like, just call it the Shadowfell. Like, you're already playing D&D. you already ripped off Mind Flayer and Demigorgon. Like They didn't have copyright for that. And I also,
0: guess.
1: like, most people go to the Underdark for Mind Flayers. Like, go to the Underdark then. I no
0: wonder you are so upset with this show.
1: Yeah. It, it just, it's like, what are you doing to my lore, you jerks? It literally just takes D&D and just says, we're going to take this. It's ours now. You don't get to name things anymore. We're going to name it. We're going to take the names of your monsters, make them wrong. Like, they don't look like what they're supposed to. And then, after that, we're going to take the names of locations, keep them the same, and do away with the real name and just say upside down.
0: Okay, so for anyone who hasn't played D&D, you watch this and it all makes sense. For someone who has played D&D, you watch it and you're just mad. But also, it I guess in Tilar's defense, he knows these kids know all these facts. Yeah. And that if they were going to like live within the, the D&D facts that they know, they would have used this language. Well, so like in in their time, in the <laughs> I'm 80s. I'm only inspiring him to go deeper now. <laughs> so in the 80s,
1: it would have been coming out. It would have been pretty recently have come out. They would have been playing at the, at the high point of it, which means, yeah, yeah, the Shadowfell would have existed by then. Um, Di- Demigorgon would have existed by then. Mindflare would have existed by then. 100%. Gary Gygax, you know, would have, like Gygax, like Giant, like Demon, yeah. Um, <laughs> like Nefro, <Nephrim>,
0: like. <laughs> Gygax is rolling in his grave, Stranger Things. Like,
1: it, it just, it's not like enough to. It's just one of those things that, like, isn't really important. Like, I, when I watch the show, I'm not like. This is necessary. I'm like, why couldn't you just kept the name? And it just like, it's the things that keep you up at night and your wife rolls over and goes, he's probably thinking about another woman. And then you see my thought bubble and the thought bubble is, why did they change the names in stranger things and make the
0: monsters wrong? It's like that meme. Uh, This goes very deep for you. Uh, Okay. Well, um, (laughs) spiritual overlap. (laughs) <laughs> While I don't know, I can't remember if there's any like intentional spiritual overlap, just because shows oftentimes will bring in a picture of Jesus or a cross on the wall just to like get your mental overlaps processing things, you know? Yeah, wasn't there one with Eleven? Like
1: her mom had like
0: religious symbol, symbolism, <laughs> symbolic
1: Yeah,
0: probably. I, I don't know. But at the same time, uh, as with any discerning Christian viewing, you tend to sometimes either the spirit adds ways of pulling things out of things you're consuming yeah. and then like helping you see something in a new light or just like because you live with a Christian mindset, you watch things and you'll see overlap that either wasn't explicitly designed to be communicated. Uh, that's uh, that's what it was for Michael Heiser. My favorite Bible scholar. He actually wrote a book called Finding the Gospel in Stranger Things, which is taking more or less one of his most famous books of all time and then just kind of like subjecting it to being retold through Stranger Things. So uh, but it's called The World Turned Upside Down Finding the Gospel in Stranger Things. I read it yesterday. It's a good book, it's short, uh, but uh, he, he, uh, he does a good job of saying, like, look, this isn't what Stranger Things was communicating. But here are some biblical themes that you can find in the world that they're telling. Yeah, uh, and a lot of his focus is kind of on that. First off, he he brings Eleven out kind of as like a Christ-like figure in the to the extent that like she sees things other people don't. She's more aware of this other uh, realm going on. She's got powers that other people don't, and she can. Um, more or less in the first episode, she self-sacrificially gives herself to save everybody else from this other realm that's trying to invade kind of thing. So like, you know, you can see some kind of Christian qualities overlapping in, in that story being told, but but more of his focus uh, throughout the book becomes just kind of like that, uh, that other realm of things going on, that there is this uh, sentient, reasoning realm which for him, you know, it would be like this demonic realm of the dead or of Sheol or Hell. The upside down as Stranger Things would call it. And that it's plotting and thinking of how to take over and invade and hurt us and things like that. Because that's... I think that's the story Stranger Things is trying to tell. You know, the first one was just like, oops, weird things happened. But the second one was then like, we sent him back, but we sent him back with the mind flares. And well, yeah, so that's we're using him. To, mind
1: flares have these little, uh, little things that get they put inside of people to turn them also into mind flares. It looks like they were using that to kind of set that up. So, yeah, yeah, it, it'd be like a demon possessing you, yeah. So, so the
0: second season kind of has that demon possession type stuff, yeah. and then the third one. I, you know, I wonder in the third, well, maybe this is even more the fourth one. If we find out that like the Russians have been working with demons per se, you know, if that's demon Russians, if that's kind or (laughs) my guess is they're going to do like a, we didn't realize what we were bringing into the world and they were using us all along, not us using them. That's. That's whoa, what I wonder if whoa, they'll, they'll whoa. do with it. Yeah, that's why I assume they were going to go with it. Yeah, because, you know, that, that kind of seemed to be the feel of this, like, psychiatric ward where Eleven is at the beginning. is like, we thought that we were... Yeah, using
1: this power. But
0: right? all this time, they were using us to create, like, this portal into our world mm-hmm. type thing. So, yeah, you've just got these, like, clever... Um, you know, when the Bible talks even about, like, the spiritual world... Interestingly enough, it often talks about like human governments and recognizes them as like pawns of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of Satan and of the enemy because Satan's all, always gravitating towards power and trying to every every empire eventually becomes Babylon in Revelation. Mm-hmm. They just all spiral that direction because that's where power and 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 all of that eventually leads. Which is all the more reason why we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, because it's not connected to, you know, a power in the same ways, but it's connected to humility and serving one another and loving one another, even our enemies. So that's a very different way of doing kingdom. And Jesus yeah. invites us to his kingdom. Whereas the kingdoms of this world, even America, you know, when you look at the ways Babylon's described in Revelation, you're like, "Hmm, this all sounds a hundred percent familiar." <laughs> so we just see, like, when we live off those kinds of morals and ethics and yeah. ways of doing things, eventually we always spiral, as Walter Wink says, into this domination system, where even the good stuff that happens, it didn't use heavenly tactics to overwhelm. Yeah and so it just replanted new evil new evil new evil until eventually it implodes upon itself. We've coming
1: back to that snowpiercer. Yeah. Like all these shows have this kind of like revelation. Maybe are are we obsessed as humans with this idea of apocalypse? Like, you know. Oh, for
0: sure. Uh, I just read that book last week actually. Oh. <laughs> what was it called? It was uh uh, uh
1: well, while we're on that topic, another spiritual application
0: yeah. is
1: that the guy who played Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings was in the second season <laughs> he,
0: of, he was.
1: of Stranger Things. And as you know, Lord of the Rings is definitely inspired uh, by, by Christianity and Catholicism, which is a spiritual application, 100%.
0: I thought you were going to say that Lord of the Rings was inspired by D&D for a second. I was like, hang on. (laughs)
1: D&D was actually inspired Inspired by by Lord of of the Rings. Rings.
0: Well, kind of. But then he hated Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because he wanted
1: a world that was...
0: He just wanted the action component. Well, he
1: wanted it to feel more realistic. Oh, okay. The book I
0: was reading is like he just gets bored all the time with all the description and he wanted like the action components happening constantly.
1: Yeah, he wanted to like live in – because everyone always like – when they read Lord of the Rings, they were like, I want to live in this fantasy world. That would be so cool, right? And people were like, that's dangerous. You're thinking of other things. This is magic. This is witchcraft. You are doing bad things. And Tolkien's just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's a spiritual application again. Right oh, there. there. You go. No, no spiritual application. So, what
0: was that book that uh, you were uh, yeah. last about? week? I read "How to Survive the Apocalypse: Zombies, Cylons, Faith, and the Politics at the End of the World." So, essentially, this book was written by some. I think they were like professors or scholars of some sort, but they just dissected modern TV today. The themes that they're telling. Why are they telling it? Where's the Christian overlap? And surprisingly, a lot of everything that they were addressing was, like, mature TV. And yet yeah, they still do- dove into all those elements and, yeah. and went into it. So Interesting. Because I've always thought that, you know, this
1: idea that uh, we're kind of obsessed with apocalypse. We're kind of ex- obsessed with the end times. And I think it, it's interesting that Jesus was kind of, like... Hey, I'm I'm going to be back soon, guys. And they're like, Jesus is coming back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And like, Jesus is like, okay, living your own time, guys. Like, try to, try to do your best where you are right now.
0: Which on Monday on the Jackson Cloud, we will be talking about Jesus' return based on the things he said. And we'll have a view that maybe you probably haven't heard before. So Monday Ooh. on the Jackson Cloud, whether Ooh. you listen to the podcast or watch our YouTube channel, Check that one out.
1: Stay tuned. We got some juicy stuff. We'll also
0: play Jackbox 7 on the episode. That's been good so far. Yeah, so speaking of nerd church type things, if you want to watch us play video games and then talk about Jesus.
1: Dude, Jackbox
0: 7 had some good ones. I I am surprised. All the games I thought were solid by the time it was done. I like the drawing
1: one. I never liked the drawing ones that much. Mm -hmm. This drawing-like game is insane that fun. drawing
0: game was brilliant yeah but back to stranger things
1: <laughs> uh, we've never we've never lost focus on what we were talking about in these podcasts too. no
0: never we were just talking about the apocalypse and I think that's where stranger things has a more interesting tale of apocalypse too is because you know for for modern Americans apocalypse means desert wasteland something has overthrown the whole world and and taking it over. Whereas Mm -hmm. apocalypse for um, Jewish uh, writers at the time, because Revelation is not the only apocalypse that was written. It's the only, uh, well, it's not even the only Bible apocalypse. Daniel's apocalyptic, uh, and that's Old Testament apocalyptic. But there's uh, um, there's other non-biblical apocalypses that were written that sound exactly like Revelation. So the focus of apocalyptic literature is like, what's really going on behind the veil between the spiritual realm and the natural realm? And that's what Revelation does. is like, let's look at our world right now. What's really going on behind the veil between these two? And that's kind of what Stranger Things does is like, we're thinking that this is just like, oh, accidentally fell into this kind of upside down world. Whereas like, it's showing you behind the veil. What are those things trying to do? And it hasn't done that super well, but it has done a little bit. Uh, Pastor Adam Davidson says, I'd love a Stranger Things cart for the NES. I would agree with that. I'm trying to think of what a stranger's thing cart would. Get. Cartridge. Oh, cartridge? Yep. Oh, they're like game, actually like there are eight bit video games yeah, yeah, of they've stranger been great. things. I love them. Yeah, you can download these and play them. Is, is they're, they're really
1: good and it feels it feels right. And like they feel eighties. The, yeah.
0: That's the best part. But it, it doesn't feel dated eighties. No. Like it's made with modern eight bit graphics. Does not yeah. even make sense? Fun anymore. to do.
1: So if yeah, if you uh, if you do want that, I would look it up on your phone probably of like Stranger Things 8 bit games. But uh man, I yeah. I've loved uh speaking of like Apocalypse and like the end of the world times, uh we were playing D D last night. We were and uh I saved my wife. Yeah, that, that did happen.
0: She didn't think it would happen. I did it.
1: It was crazy and bad crazy rolls. Uh but <laughs> one of one of the other crazy things that happened is uh you also all woke up a Tarask.
0: Yes, some giant creature that apparently we were in its stomach the whole time. Yeah, was that was fun. I wasn't
1: expecting you to do 300 damage to its, uh, to its <laughs> stomach, um, without knowing what it was. But you did, and it woke up. And uh, so end times are coming, and you all decided to jump into a uh, an extra dimensional location.
0: Uh, we played safety. Stranger Things last it, night. Essentially, essentially.
1: <laughs> we took season three of Stranger Things to the extreme. It made it. St- Stranger and very strange. And uh, we'll see where that goes. I'll keep you updated. Uh, but it, I mean, so stranger things really started to take off uh, really in that that first season. everyone really enjoyed it. everyone really was picking up on it. Um, but when it what it didn't really do at that point was it didn't really have like that apocalyptic feeling. Yeah. Like, the first season was very down-to-earth. It kept everything very, fairly simple. It's just the small towns having some weird stuff going on.
0: Mm, um haven kind of feel. Yeah. Stephen King's mm-hmm. sci-fi channel, Haven. Yeah. Where just weird things in the spiritual realm happen in this place. Yeah. Stranger things in the upside-down happen in this place, yeah.
1: And then the, the second season starts pushing... In that direction, we start getting this more apocalyptic, like, end time kind of stuff being shown to
0: us. It's not until you see that giant creature... Yeah, Mind Flare. Like, out the window. Just, like... And everything around it's, like, dark red clouds, storms going. You're like, oh, this is... This is supposed to be a lot bigger than just... <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it kind of opens up this... They're, they're like opening up to the world, right? We're yep. seeing different cities starting to enter into the um, into the show. I think in season three, I liked the, re- the... The reason why I liked them coming back to a more like we're in a city kind of a thing is because when they started to go too broad and everyone was kind of just spread out and it just was so hard to connect with any of those characters for me. It was so hard to say, like, I really care about these people when they're just so distant. They're so far away. No one's, like, next to each other having fun. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You know, I bet the next one, maybe they'll bring it into the 90s or something. Because, like... That'd be interesting. If it's supposed to be apocalyptic, like, here comes the end of the world... Y2K would be the, the best 80s. The 80s is it. not going to be super, like, obviously, we all know. <laughs> yeah. So it'll either be like, here's how we stop the end of the world, or they're going to bring it all the way to today eventually. That'd be great. Which I just saw a, a movie, no, uh, Hubie Halloween on Netflix. It was not good. No but, no. but, did you watch much of it? No. Okay. They bring in this kid at one point. Which is the little kid, Will Will Breyers? He looks nothing like himself. So, like, even if they film another '80s episode right now, we're not gonna be convinced. He does not. I gotta. I gotta find.
1: Yeah, him. you gotta show me, man, because I don't believe that.
0: They, they'd have to. They'd have to bring it into the '90s because they're not gonna think that this kid is that same kid. Really? Yeah. Hang on, I'll find him. Oh, if only we knew the names of anyone, we could find these a lot quicker. Nah. Names are for people that know things. Well said. So <laughs> So this is your Will Breyers. <laughs> I can't even show a picture because I'd have to move something. But that does not look like the same kid. So he looks like this. They're going to have to bring it into the 90s in order to explain that like he's... No, yeah, you're right. Unless they, you're right. I guess, bull cut him and it brings him down a few notches. Oh, I man.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't think... I mean, you could make him look like a kid, but I think jump time skipping could be fun. I think if they jumped to like when they're teenagers so they could do a Y2K at, like season, would be fantastic. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the Russians have been doing. We don't know what the police officer guy has been doing. The Gorgon's back. It's Y2K. They're, the computers are going to take over the world. <laughs> I think that'd be... One of my favorite seasons, just because the fact that Y2K is there. I love Futurama, and I want Fry's dad to be there screaming about
0: Y2K. Yeah, well, that would be fair.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, I just... I I don't know. This this show is always unpredictable. Yeah. Like, I never know what's going to happen in Stranger Things, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, and it does a good job with character development. Like, yeah. That's one of the interesting things from Season 1. You know, Some sci-fi is just focused on like telling this weird sci-fi story, whereas Season 1 really felt like, we want you to meet a bunch of different characters, hear their stories, understand why they operate the way they do, why they think the way they think, uh, why they're so broken, and then show you a lot of coming-of-age stories. You know, you've got the... Uh, the smart girl who's now trying to like branch out and and become the like I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it's like then doesn't she, has, she like, like newspaper to, and stuff like that? Yeah, that we're talking about? doesn't then she starts dating like the like the popular guy? Yeah. Now suddenly she's becoming popular. That was and, Billy, right? No. Oh no, this was the ice cream. Oh, ice cream guy. Yeah. We can't remember our teenage heartthrobs correctly. <laughs>
1: I can't remember any. And element. then
0: by season three, you know, you really thought the popular teenage heartthrob was going somewhere, and now he works serving ice cream, and he's wondering what's ahead of his life. Yeah, okay. And you know, like just all of these characters together, like you're just kind of like watching it evolve, and you're. I'm way more interested their... in the kid's story. Yeah. <laughs> Fine.
1: I honestly, like when I think of like Stranger Things, I don't think of those teenagers yeah. most of the time. Well, I think of uh, I think of the the what you this popular kid. I, I honestly didn't even recognize like I knew that he was in season one and two, but I didn't really know like who he was in one and two at that point. Because so I was because I always viewed him as like the mom guy, right? He was like hanging out and he's like the mom character for that, like for like season two, right? And see, in
0: season one, he was like the cool guy yeah and then
1: season two he's like the mom he's like hanging out with uh what's
0: his name poor popular teenage heartthrob guy we can't (laughs) what's his name was hanging out with what's his name and (laughs) no we we need to do our research before we ice cream guy no we never do research Jamin. ice cream guy ice cream guy
1: was was going around the world with uh with never ending story guy and oh yeah that's right yeah that was season two he's like i actually understand where we're going yeah yeah yeah. see and uh steve steve
0: steve Steve Steve. yeah yeah
1: so and then uh, so like for when he goes into like those seasons and everything we're seeing steve and Neverending story kid um hanging out it goes into season three and now he's working at a ice cream place and he's like no we can't be friends i gotta be cool again and hanging out with you made me look like a mom and then by the end of the season we get this great realization of no i'm cool when i'm with my friends and that was like the entire like season three was so ridiculous so you did follow
0: the coming of age story for yes so only
1: him Only him. The girl, not really. Um, The other girl I didn't really care about either. Um, So, like most guys, they're like, oh man, this whole uh, relationship thing... Uh, you gross. I don't want to watch it. That's just boring. But Tyler's a guy that's like, man, these relationships are super compelling. I do like to grab some ice cream and watch a good chick flick every once in a while. I love it because you can like yell at the TV and stuff like that. Like, you can just sit there and be like, no, don't no, don't make do Ryan. it. Don't do it. No, he's dumb. You I'm need go to back be with to Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you can get really angry at it. You can shout. You can be like, oh, oh. No, she's wrong this time. I don't care what she thinks she's right about. She's wrong. And, like, you can, like, yell at it, and it's fun. And it works the exact same way in Stranger Things when you're watching Eleven and D&D Kid. Um, Mike? Sure. <laughs> we don't even
0: know the main character's
1: names. They should give them cool nicknames like Eleven. <laughs> so Eleven and d Kid, and they're all, like... Will they? Won't they? They're going Ross and Rachel from Friends on us. They're like, oh man, maybe they'll get together, maybe they won't. Oh, they're kind of together in season two, but like, they'll never see each other. Oh, they're angry at each other in season three. Oh my goodness. And it's it's fun to watch.
0: Okay. Well, um, I was going to go somewhere, but we've rabbit trailed so far. I... <laughs> just, just cut right back in, Jamin. I don't remember what it was anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, probably wasn't important, though. Well, this is how podcasts should be. Just I know the rest of the world likes to... Sporadic and chaotic.
1: I know the, the normal podcast likes to be on point and to give reasonable amounts of points and to uh, to go through those points and, and reflect.
0: Maybe we just need to rename this episode Chaotic Good and go from there. Yeah, I think that's a good... Or the whole podcast, perhaps. <laughs> um, Well... I don't know what to talk about anymore, Jamin. Me neither. Whatever it was that I was going to talk about has escaped me. All right. It probably wasn't that great of a thought, anyways. So
1: we found out that during this spooky season, mm-hmm. that uh, that during the Stranger Things episode, right, uh, Jamin and Tyler, when they don't know what to talk about, just go on rants for long periods of time. So <laughs> this 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 spooky episode, the real scary thing about it. Is the fact that we can't stay on topic.
0: It's true, and so we might as well end with one last complete strange transition, stranger transition. <laughs> okay, we're gonna play a little game, Tyler. Don't look at my computer. Okay, all right, but you still need to look towards the mic. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna play a little game. We're gonna we're gonna see a does Tyler remember the name of a character from Stranger Things, mm. and B. What would he name them? Okay. Whether he knows their name or not. So, number one, there's the mom. Do you remember her actual name? Uh, um, Carol? Joyce. Joyce. Okay. Um, What would you call her? Crazy Lights Lady. (laughs) All right. Sheriff's name? Uh, Bob? Come on. Well, no. Oh. Come on, man. This is one of the ones everybody remembers. Harper? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. All right closer. Something Harper? Jim Hopper. Jim Hopper. But oh. you would call him. Uh, Sheriff Dude. <laughs> okay. uh, D&D Kid. You've already named him. D&D Kid is Mike. Okay, so you know that. Cool. Yeah. And then... Only because you said it. Eleven's nickname.
1: Well, that's Eleven.
0: Well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've already nicknamed um... Steve? That's no, who you no, said his no. name was? No. Um the, uh, the, the Billy. I'm trying to figure out guy with the lisp. Oh, never ending story guy. Never ending story guy. That's what you call him. His name is Tommy? Dustin. Dustin. Yeah, I remember now. Okay, the, the girlfriend. The girlfriend, which girlfriend? I mean the main
1: the Oh, the main like girl, like the teenage yeah, yeah, girl? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rebecca. Nancy.
0: Okay. Her nickname would be Teenage Girl Who had a friend die. And then the guy that she falls for. The Steve guy? No, the other one. Billy? No, the. Did she ever fall for Billy? I don't know. The other one. Joyce's son.
1: Joyce's son. Oh. Oh, yeah, that guy. Wait. He's not Steve?
0: Will Breyer's brother.
1: Steve Breyer?
0: Jonathan Breyer's. Okay. Um a rock and roll kid.
1: That's his that's his Rock and name. roll kid? Yeah, he likes rock and roll. He likes rock. He 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 bonds with his, his uh his uh brother over rock all the time.
0: Alright, well there's just a list of <laughs> Want to try some through. other movies for me? Uh, nope. I think uh, maybe we'll just make this the end of every episode. Can Tylar name the characters? So. No. Except for in very
1: specific ones where they have stupid nicknames. Like Finn the Human. Uh-huh. Jake
0: the Dog. Princess Bubblegum. Like That's pretty obvious stuff. I just want to remind us, though. We don't know the names of these characters after having watched three seasons. <laughs> I remembered all their names. No you no, yeah. you did not.
1: There was never any story kid and there was eleven and Hopper was apparently Harper. Um but I definitely called him uh uh I definitely called him um
0: uh cop guy. Well, after twenty six episodes, which is you know Love You Two Grandma twenty four ish hours we don't know their names. And that's the lesson to take away from today. I just binged a whole season this weekend. I didn't. And had no idea anyone's name when it was over. Because they don't say it. Yeah. Yeah, this is TV's fault. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the 1208 Bit Nerd Church Podcast. I think the spiritual application was a little on the low side today. (laughs) Mostly because of segues and tangents. I didn't really know overrunning a lot of our coverage I mean what do you what do you talk about spiritually jamin I was gonna go with the spirit realm overlap things but it's cool we already did that anyways yeah. So with that, we'll catch you next week for another October session. Spooky. We haven't decided what we're going Of the twelve oh eight bit Nerd Church Podcast. Nerd Church Podcast. thought about ghosts, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, ghosts. Maybe. I'd have to, like, study and stuff. Spooky. So, anyways, we'll catch you then. See you. Uh... Bye. Bye.